0: Seriously consider what God is wanting you to do in his kingdom. And not only will you make a proclamation, it's gonna take the proclamation, it's gonna take some prayer at this altar tonight. But before it's all said and done, why don't you verbalize? won't you make a verbal commitment with the man of God with your spouse with your children we're going to pray we're going to pray more we're going to do this more I've always wanted to we never have well you're going to verbalize that before you go to bed tonight to your children you're going to tell them I'm sorry we haven't been praying every night I'm sorry we didn't do this or that but you know what tonight it's going to be different God's going to help us. I want us to fall in love with Jesus. I want us to learn to pray as a family. Oh, come on. What do you want out of your walk with God? What do you want your family to be in God? Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Let's get serious about the Lord tonight. Follow the leading, the pricking of your heart. I hope and pray tonight that it makes a move and it makes you step out and make a proclamation in the Holy Ghost. And I look forward to the testimonies that lie ahead of Bible studies and prayer meetings. Oh, hallelujah. And young people stepping up. Wanting to do a work for God. Hallelujah. Come on, seek the face of God tonight. Seek His face. Hallelujah.
1: i
2: Let's just give God thanks tonight. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Merriman, for obeying the Holy Ghost tonight. I know, I know that the Lord has spoken to us tonight Amen I know that the mind and will of God has been expressed One of the last things that I said to the preachers in Africa at the conclusion of our leadership training As I reminded them what I've said so often here, nowhere did Jesus instruct us to pray for a revival. He never told us to pray for a harvest. He told us that the harvest truly is plenteous. He told us that the fields are white already unto harvest. He never said for us to pray that God would give us a harvest. But he said this the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers. That's the prayer request. Jesus gave us and that's the prayer we ought to be praying we need laborers we need laborers but there is an attending prayer that ought to join with that that is the prayer that was prayed prophet Isaiah here am I Lord send me I know you need laborers I may not be the most skilled I may not have the most talent I may not possess the greatest ability what I do have is a willingness to be used by you. Well, the Merriman asked the question, how could David defeat the bear and how could David defeat the lion? Of course, the answer is obvious. David couldn't God was looking for somebody that was willing to do it even though they didn't have the ability within themselves. I'll never forget early on in this effort in Africa, I spoke to Bishop Howard and I said, please pray for me said, I just, I feel like I am in over my head. And he said, you are. And that's right where God wants you to be. Because if you ever get to the place you feel like you can do it, you'll quit seeking his help. God doesn't look for those who are able to get the job done. God looks for those who know they can't. Without his help. Because if you're able to do it, then you'll get the glory for doing it. But I'm going to tell you a man would be a fool to look at a 16 year old boy and say he did that by his own ability. He took that giant down. No, even David didn't claim credit for it. David said, "You come to me, with your sword and your spear, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. I'm not coming against you, Goliath by my own ability. And you're exactly right in summing up the situation, Saul, that Goliath has been a warrior from his youth, and David is but a youth. That's right. That's the correct assessment. But you forget about the victorious conqueror.